What's up, everybody? Welcome to Relatably Fit, the podcast where we share relatable ways to get fit, stay fit, and have a fit life no matter who you are. We're your hosts, Brandon and Tiana, your resident NYC fitness coaches, passionate about all things movement. Today's guests are Vincent and Gerardo, a running duo that runs all over the world, most recently with us at the New York City Half Marathon. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Thanks for having Thank you. us. Thank you. Yes, Thank you. good to have yes. you guys. <laughs> so Welcome we to met, the Run um, Club, everybody. <laughs> we met yeah. Vincent and Gerardo when we were living in Mexico. And since then... Shout out to Monterey. We've run a few races with them. We did the Bronx... Ten, mi- 10 miler, 10 miler, yeah. 10 miler. 10 miler, yeah. yes. Back in the fall, and then we just finished the New York City half marathon about two weeks ago. Yeah, yes. yeah, two weeks, uh, almost two weeks. two weeks today, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think this time two weeks ago, sore. we were eating burgers across the street and yes. refueling. Yeah, and shivering, right? <laughs> and in the cold. Oh my gosh, yes. it's freezing. It was good <laughs> yes. for the run. But it, uh, the temperature definitely dropped. Yeah, yeah, it definitely. Did. But we were fashionable. So how was... We were fashionable with those like lovely Ooh, like we were. scars. Yeah, and silver. Like we looked like runners, runners, right? Like that's we looked true. like yeah, that's true. definitely. Yeah, after the race, they gave us those like what are they like, like aluminum or something? Yeah, like foil, yeah. foil. Like yeah. the FEMA blankets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah pretty toasty. <laughs> <laughs> So how was the race for you guys overall? Was this your first half marathon or no, what was actually, it like? It was, it's been, I, I, our first one was years ago in Las Vegas. Um, we did the rock and roll Las Vegas one, which is a cool one because uh, it's, run, it's running in the evening um, and they close mm. the strip down for us, right? So that's, oh, a cool nice. thing. that's awesome. Um, but we were, Harvard and I were supposed to run this two years ago. Um, and what, what happened? Three days before, we like we were literally about to, we were ready, and then we got the message. This went cancel for the pandemic. Yeah. Oh Jesus. man. Yeah. So, uh, so pandemic it got postponed. Again. You know, from 2020, 2020, 2021, and this year was uh, it finally happened. So it, we were really happy um, that it finally we got we finally got a chance to do the New York City Half Marathon because it's a hard one to get into. Um, it's not, you just don't apply, right? You just kind of, you apply and they choose you randomly, right? So it's, and for right. two people to get in, it's di- it's much more difficult. Like, as you know, um, yeah. well, I, I wish it was more difficult. <laughs> Tell I us was, why, Brandon. Tell us why. Why? I was really hoping that I wouldn't get in. So for our listeners, uh, Vincent and I have this like plot to just keep <laughs> signing Brandon and Gerardo up for more races and then making them do all this stuff. And Brandon pretends that he doesn't like no, it, but I think I'm, he does. Me and Gerardo no. uh, hate it. Yeah. We hate it. But it's ironic that you and Gerardo are the first ones finished. They're the best well, because, ones. Because we hate it. You know, it's just we're running on, on pure rage. <laughs> I mean, but to go back to your question, I guess, Tiana, how was it? I mean, I think, A, when you run with like 23,000 other people, uh, the spirit of, of runners being there, wanting to be there, you know, is, is amazing. That really propelled us to go through it, um, even when there were hard spots. I mean, there's always a hard spot during any run. Um, and it is New York City. You can't, you can't beat the crowds and the energy and just... The people of New York City, um, you know, really cheering you on. Um, 
how many times do you get to run through Times Square? I mean, that's an amazing feat in itself. That was a cool moment. It was pretty iconic. Yeah, like turning up and like just seeing Disney, you know, just plastered and everywhere in the lights and all of it was pretty great. Yeah, definitely. I mean, but I would say, I mean, like mentally, I, it's a, it, it's not the easiest run. It's not the easiest half marathon. Definitely not. There's, no. I mean, you know, we started in Prospect Park, and you know, the first half of the, the actual run is is up and down, and then you have to cross Manhattan Bridge, which is what's a bridge, so you have to actually cross yeah. over there. Um, and 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 Howard, how did it go for you? It was good. I mean, we've been training almost for two years for wow. doing this. I mean, three years because we had to, supposed to do this in 2020. Mm-hmm. And finally, we did it in this year, in 2022. And it's been a long process to train for doing one than New York City half. Yeah, definitely. Um, but so you I guys were I, ready when it came. Yeah, definitely. We're like, let's just get this over with, right? Let's move on, right? <laughs> um, you, you were like, like I, this, I've, I've been, been mentally been... over this yes. for two years. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, but, you know, we talked about this when we were having brunch. There was definitely a part where there was a struggle. I mean, and we call it FDR. the FDR. Ooh, FDR. FDR. So if you are going to run the half, just know... The FDR is the worst. Yes, I, and I think I think Brandon, I think not physically, right? I think I think no, just physically. Mentally. The hard part were I'd say the first little bit. There was a little hill out of Prospect Park, right? Yeah. Obviously, Manhattan Bridge, right? Florida was was. It's. I mean, it is tough if you haven't trained for it. But Manhattan Bridge is beautiful. Yes, definitely. Like, that's the that's the thing about the Manhattan Bridge. It's like gorgeous. Yeah. You, it's uh, you can see it coming, yeah, all the way down. Totally. So you um, know it's coming. You can prepare yourself. Yeah, like exactly, right? Yeah, definitely. You know what and, it is, and, and you know that. Like, I mean, everyone knows. Like, there's the bridge, so I need to run over that. Mm-hmm. But you know, you get you get you go through Chinatown. You're like everyone's still cheering you on. You're like, yeah, rock, rock on. And then you get to FDR, and you're like, oh, you're at Lower Manhattan. I have to get to 42nd Street, which is like 40 <laughs> blocks. Yeah. Um, of nothing and there's no one there boring yeah it was dull it was hot i mean that's the sun had come out at that point yeah there's no no one there cheering on the sides like there's no energy to fuel off of and it is just like flat and mentally yeah there's this moment where i just kept seeing the same exit over and over again it was like exit five is in a mile i'm like okay cool and then i get to it it's like Exit, exit five, five coming, coming up. up. And I was like, oh, still exit five? And then eventually it was like, here's exit five. And I'm like, I've been running in the same space on a treadmill for the yeah. past half an hour. Yeah. I mean, but I think, you know, I think, you know, I'm going to go bigger and philosophically. I think that goes back to fitness, right? And life about fitness. It's like, it can't always be an uphill. It can't always be a downhill. There are times where it's just going to be a constant Totally. And you have to mm. kind of get over mm. that. And sometimes, you know, there is a bit of monotony, but sometimes mm-hmm. our body needs that monotony. Like I think, I, I think about the idea here about like if it was just constant uphill, then that would have been ridiculous. That like we would, it would have been so yeah, difficult, no. right? And, right? And sometimes you need to go to the gym and just do what you need to do and just do it, right? And kind yeah. of idea, like, it's like you can't always, it can't always be a struggle. Right. No, no. In, in you, way, it, sometimes, right? and honestly, for me, I think over the past few years, um, COVID definitely took a, uh, a toll on me, 
and a lot of my workouts have felt pretty stagnant. Yeah. Right. I I think we all knew that like mm. this is sort of this weird time box. Yeah. Where like time is standing still, so you're not really going to improve a ton. You don't want to lose a ton. Let's just this is all maintenance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that. And that's what it takes sometimes. And I think about like, you know, FDR, like we can't always have people cheering us on saying, wow, you did such totally. a great workout. Right. Like, wow, yeah. you're amazing. Like sometimes you just have to be like, I'm doing this and I know I just need to do this. And this is a part. And I think, you know, my friends, Tiana and, and Brandon, like it's not always <laughs> about motivation. It's not always about like, not everyone's going to be yeah. motivated. Sometimes you just have to do it. And that, I think yeah. for me, that yeah. part was just, I just need to get this over with. It's a part of the course and I'll get over it. Right? Exactly. Yeah. To give up. That's a really good reminder, I think. It's like most of Snaps. your journey, whether in fitness or in life, it's not a peak and it's not a valley. It's not always highs and lows. Most of the journey happens in the middle. Right. Yeah. It's not always exciting or fun or like crazy hard. It just like is. Yeah. And, and, and you just not have to keep like going. Cheering. And there's not always going to be people around you going, wow, you're amazing. Yeah. You did such a great workout. Right? And it's, no. it, it, I mean, like, I think weirdly enough, after that 5K, it was or three miles, I was like, I was quite, uh, you know, I felt quite accomplished because I was like, holy crow, that was the hardest part for me mentally. Um, yeah. And maybe the medal should have been from that versus the actual, like, getting over the marathon, <laughs> getting over the Manhattan Bridge or running. I'll just throw you know, it at you yeah, on the FDR. Definitely. Well, and then after we turn off the FDR, we, you know, we're running through Times Square, you're back in the city, you kind of get that boost. And then we finish on a hill in Central Park, which was kind of a bitch because the whole time I was like ready to like crush the last mile. And then I just kept being like, nope, I'm on a hill now. I have nothing left to like give. Yeah. So that was rough. I was waiting for a kick. I was like, I'm going to kick in Central Park. I'm going to kick like around this next turn, around this next turn. But it's all uphill. Yeah. So and, I never and, and at that point, also, and already, you know, you and I were talking about this. Like, you see people with their medals already. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm really close. Like, I'm so close to that that ending. You're like, not really. Like, yeah. when it said 400 meters, I'm like, how many? Like, this, you're lying. Like, you obviously don't know how your math because that's not 400 meters. Like, it's right. Yeah. Definitely. My legs are jelly. Yeah. I don't care what your numbers say, <laughs> it feels. <laughs> Like I have two more miles. <laughs> but we all did it. Did you guys have any personal goals for yourself? Um, we're, we are doing, uh, we have to do uh, another half marathon in June, this summer. Uh-huh. And we have to pick the city where we are going to reach. This is one of the training uh, programs for our marathon in New York again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you guys are doing the full marathon. Yeah, we're doing the full marathon. Year. So this was kind of a part you're of welcome. it. You're welcome. Exactly. I know. I we are gonna we're gonna be no. we're gonna be in the Cayman Islands. I'm so sorry, exactly. but next year we will run a full marathon. Yes, and then we you know we're gonna put it out there. We're gonna put it out there. Like Tiana and I have already talked about, and Brandon, you were in agreement with this, like possibly uh, London. Yes, London. Okay, full I'll do marathon. a London. I like a London trip. Um, I could do a London trip. Yeah. So this marathon for you guys was kind of part of part prep of for something larger. Yeah, Did you have any um, time goals that you were working towards or just finished? I, I think, or... you know, because we're, we're going with a trainer and our, our, our running coach has been like, this was just literally part of like, just because we're working on heart rates right now, on our, mm-hmm. on our heart rates. Um, and so that's we were working on zones um, to okay. maintain our zone and to know 
our body, which for me, um, it's just a bit of a struggle as a runner because you're like, I should go fast. I should, I could, should be able to go faster, right. and I could go faster. Um, but you know, f- we've done some research, and you know, our coach Estella has been great to us. She's explained to us that you need to know your body and know and know how your body reacts to these like mm-hmm. training zones, and and so sometimes running h- slower is actually harder than running faster. Um, right. Yeah, and so that was mentally, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, right. Yeah, definitely. So our goal was just be able to say, okay, I'm going to stay in zone four and be okay with zone four, um, nice. even though my, you know, I I see everyone whizzing by me. Um, so that was kind of our goal was just to be able to finish it time wise. That's the hardest part of being Tiana when you go back to like what is your goal? Give a specific time. Is you know I think traditionally when I think of running, it's always about speed. It's always about like who's going to be the first person crossing that line. And not just about, you know, a you know a sustainable runner is not just about how fast you can go, but how long you can go, right? right. And, and and it's a, it's, it's about a, knowing yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like you have to know your body. You have to know that just because you feel good right, right now, now yes, doesn't, doesn't mean that you're going to feel good in a mile. No, exactly. Yeah, definitely. you have to like really think ahead. Yeah, and, and yeah, I had that moment. Yes, go ahead. Oh, sorry, Vincent. Go, go, Chan. Go, go. But yeah, I had this moment when I was running where the first five miles, even though it was the hardest part technically, I was like kind of crushing it. Like I was planning to run 11 minute miles and yeah, I was running close, close to, to like, like nine. And I was like, oh my God, am I amazing? And I was like, yes, I am. And so I'm just like crushing it. And then of course, towards the end, yeah. it creeps back up to like 11 and 12. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh no, like, like I don't have the, I'm still practicing that ability to stay going. at like a level, even though yeah. you could go quicker. It's like, stay with the plan so yeah. that you have the longevity in this race to finish. Yeah. And I think the longevity to keep running overall, like if you yeah. go too hard, too fast, too often, you're not gonna be able to keep your longevity running long-term. Exactly. Right. And, and, and so. you know, I think about, you know, think about in the bigger scope, like this is one run or one race of many, right? And so do you want to use everything, burn yourself out so that you can't run again ever again? Right. 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 Yeah. And also like mentally yeah. as well. I think um, Tiana and I did not train for this for two years. <laughs> Shock horror. <laughs> okay. We barely did any running for it. Uh, so this was rough, but I do think it's like knowing mentally where you are, right? I did not go as hard in this one as I did in the Bronx, you know? And that's just because I wasn't sure how it was gonna affect me mentally and and my body, like physically. Like I didn't know what was gonna happen to myself. So I just said, let's take it a little bit easier. Yeah. You're being easier, meaning ours. Like, you're still ahead of us. You realize that, right? Well, I mean, that's. Brandon's you know, still, like, like, left I'm us not in the dust. I'm not bragging or anything. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying that for me, you know what? I'm done being nice. Okay. All right. You losers. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. All right. I was in a completely different heat than you guys. I stayed back. You did. You did. And you did. ran with you slow pokes. You did, you did you not did. run with us. You took okay. off. You were gone. Brandon was out of here. I started with you. I mean, like only if we could have a visual of uh, a visual representation of how you looked after your two hours and three minutes oh with the gosh. white streaks on your face. Yeah, I, had, like, I, white I will say, though, uh, for anybody who heard about the Bronx and how that ended for me, 
I did not pee myself on this one. Congrats. Congrats. Good job, Brandon. <laughs> wow, that's right. an achievement. After the Bronx race, really he lost a toenail, and he basically peed himself. So I think that... <laughs> Every step. Every step after the race <laughs> in the Bronx. I was like, oh, that's a little bit of piss. That's a little bit of piss. Uh, so see, I didn't want hard, this to fast. happen. He went too hard, too fast. Exactly. Yep. Wasn't ready exactly. for it. It's a long walk to prove the point. Sometimes it's better not to push yourself. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. And at the yeah. end of the day, I think it goes back to, you know, 13 miles is 13 miles, whether you finish in two hours, two hours mm -hmm. and 20 minutes or three hours or whatever, three hours, 45 minutes. It's still an accomplishment in itself because how many Absolutely. people, you know, can choose not to do that. Right? right. And I think it's, it's, it's an accomplishment in many, in many ways. Well, and that's been a good part of running for me is like, as you know, I haven't always liked running. I'm kind of still working on building my relationship yeah. with running, but I do like the practice of doing something that I'm not particularly quote unquote good at mm -hmm. or like the best at, cause I like being the best at things and I'm definitely not the best at running, mm -hmm. but it's been nice to practice doing that more and being okay with not being the best or the fastest and yeah. like, just doing it anyways because it's good for me and I feel good. So I, I think that's a nice practice of like acceptance of where you are. Yeah, yeah. And, and just doing and it anyways. The community has such a, a wonderful, particularly New York City has a really embracing community. Like it's just, people are just cheering each other on, you know, whether yeah. you're running at, like you said, like an 11 minute pace or an eight minute pace. It's still the fact that we've all been there, right? We've all, you know, we all struggle. We all have accomplishment. It's, a, it's such a, a great community um how did you guys get into yeah. running like this like yeah. so often you know that's like so i i think i mentioned this to you before my mom and her i don't know this uh, obviously uh my mom passed away from als five five years ago um and and we know that als you know is for those who are not necessarily as familiar um, it's, you know, it's uh, a neuro disease where eventually, you know, your body starts collapsing, right? You're cycling, you know, mentally you're, you're there, but your muscles start to, to deteriorate and eventually your brain doesn't send the messages to the, those muscles to work. Um, mm -hmm. And so my mom passed away from ALS after a very quick fight, um, which is, you know, let's be honest, deep down was probably better because she was so frustrated with life. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so after my mom passing away, you know, I was like, you know, I, I wasn't the healthiest. I wasn't, I wasn't at all. Um, and I kind of woke up one day and said, this is, I have to make a decision about my life. Like my mom, if she had the chance, she would still be living life, but her body was failing her. Mm -hmm. Right. Whereas I, on the other hand, was doing the opposite. I was failing myself. Like I was, I was doing this to myself. It was a self-inflicted failure. Um, and so that's really how I started, really. I kind of said, I need to start doing something. Um, and deep down, I've always thought running would be an interesting thing to do. Because I think somewhere I read, like, all you need are running shoes and a pair of shorts. Like, little did you know, like, it's much, much more complicated than that, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Whoever said, I mean, Howard and I were talking about this after we bought three pairs of running shoes most recently when we were in New York City. <laughs> okay, I did. Okay, I bought shoes. Okay. I, I smiled. Um, like it's cheap. Running's cheap. No, it's not. It's I don't yeah. know. Right. For those who are out there, like running is not cheap. Like because you want good shoes. Like you want right. good shoes. Right. And then you get to a point like you want good clothes, right? You want clothes that mm -hmm. don't ch chafe, right? You want like the nice this. You want that. You know. And if you're running a lot, 
like good quality. Yeah. Not a right. Yeah. Like right. how often are then you have to fly around the world because yes, yeah, all like, these races. It's a good excuse. And... Exactly. Um, so that's how I, we really started, right? And Gerardo has, was really kind because like in your, like similar to you, Tiana, like. Brandon is the stronger runner, right? Between the two of you, Gerardo's mm-hmm. the stronger runner. So he was the one who's always been coaching me and continue, even when he can definitely fly by me, like he stays back yeah, and, and coaches me along. Um, kind of. Gerardo, how did you get I, I don't into... do that. No, Brandon does <laughs> not do that. But Gerardo, how did you get into running? How did you get to running? Um, not into running. I started to, to start uh, at the gym when I was close to my feet to my 40 years because mm-hmm. I I wasn't pleased with my own body how mm-hmm. do I look how do I look and I started thinking about I don't want to look uh, with a belly and not fit I don't want my muscle they feel like they looks like uh, you never go to lift uh, mm-hmm. weight in the mm-hmm. gym and I started at the beginning, going to the gym to do weight lift, and then uh, a few years after I started the gym, Vincent started running. Me like random, someone brought me to the running. <laughs> let's let's start running. Right, let's just do let's it. Just let's just do it. It's easy. A, a simple, you have shoes. A simple five k. Right. Mm-hmm. And then real easy. And then we start from there. Yeah, it is addictive. It is one of those things that it is easy to get into. Yes. Like you do only need shoes yeah. for the first, first run. Bit, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know, so and it, then it, it builds is, as you and get then it builds. more it's into like, it. Um, it's like an addiction in that yeah, way. Yeah, totally. Because then you talk to other people to like, oh, I, I tried this out. This will help you out. This will make you better. This will make you stronger. This right. is good. This is that. Um, you know, because besides the actual training, then you have like, you know, we're lucky in Mexico where things are affordable. Like we mm-hmm. have a physiotherapist, you know, who's mm-hmm. very right. affordable. Like we get weekly massages for an hour and a half, right? I mean, you like for a whopping, you know, $35. I will tell for- people, listen, after living in Mexico, especially in Monterey, ooh, does a dollar go far? Yeah, it really does. You know, you can really get a lot done. Like if you were going to train, I think it's like a great, great place to yeah, do that because you can like, take care of your tra- body. And we have the terrain. We have mountains. We have mm-hmm. like, in addition to that, right? Um, this is now turning into a Monterey commercial. Yeah. Monterey. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys are always running. Like what about running to you? Like what do you love about it? As opposed to other forms of exercise? Like what about running? Yeah, like, what does it do for you mentally? You did- Weightlifting, why did you switch over? Running, I think so when I am running, I think, for example, I dedicate almost all my race, all my training, because I have a sister, she has mm-hmm. uh, uh, polio, when she, since she's a little, she's not able to walk. Mm. And I am grateful for I can walk and I can run, because it's hard, for someone who cannot walk her own entire life. Right. And I get for, oh. for running, for walking. And, and I think that way when I'm struggling to not finishing, mm-hmm. uh, when I'm thinking, oh, is it still another 10 for finish the 21 or the finish the training mm-hmm. of the day? That is 
get me to the end mm -hmm. to keep on going. Both of your stories are really like impactful yeah. and beautiful. Just like a deep appreciation and gratitude for what your body is capable of doing because you've seen the other side yeah. of when your body isn't right. capable of doing things anymore. And I think that's a really beautiful motivation. Like, and I think that's like probably why you can be so consistent because you do have this deep, meaningful purpose behind it and, and i think yeah. you know and, and to go back to your question brenda about like why running versus like a team sport right because let's mm -hmm. let's be honest running is quite individualistic even though you might be a part yeah. of, like we're a part of a running team it's but you're still quite like you're still by at the end of the day you're still by yourself running well right? and that's what i love about running is that yeah. like there's no excuse yeah. there's no like if you didn't hit a certain time it's because you didn't do it yeah no definitely it's not yeah. like Oh, my teammate didn't set me up to do it. Exactly. And and I think, you know, on the flip side of that, I think about like a team sport. Like I, I you know, sports were really never a part of my life when I was younger. I, I think not to, you know, God love my parents, but like it just, we never had real, I guess the role models to, right. to think about like what does, what can being physical look like or being active look like, right? Right. Um, and, and, you know, we, you know, I grew up in the eighties, you know, we're like gym, the PE class was like, go run around the track and now we're going to play sports. And like, it just didn't like, or we're going to go on a team. Um, and so for me running, I mean, and this is maybe just, you know, a self-confidence thing, like, you know, being a part of a team, it's great because you are a part of a team, but at the same time, you feel like sometimes if you don't, are not successful, then you're letting down the team, right? Kind, right, of, right. kind of idea. Whereas for It's running, high pressure. Yeah, it totally added pressure. Whereas this, I feel like in running at least, I'm running for myself at the end of the day. Yes, in mm -hmm. addition, obviously, to the, you know, the influences out there, like my mom and, and Eduardo's sister. Um, but this is really for me because, right. you know, I know this sounds so like hokey and, you know, but it's like, I need to make myself happy first. Like I need to be good about my, I feel confident in my, my, my abilities before I can start kind of like sharing my abilities with others. Does that make any sense? Yeah, Absolutely. no, I think it, it can reinforce. Like I do think using exercise to kind of reinforce points in your other life like running is really good for searching inwards yeah you know like even in those moments where like you said like when you're running and you feel like stopping you think of your sister right like it kind of like comes yeah. out of you you know and i think That's... that running i think sometimes when people don't like running it's that they don't like what comes up yeah. Oh, yes. When they're yeah. running. Yeah, because I mean, you know, like, when you're thoughts, running, the emotions. When you're running for two hours, you do a lot of thinking. I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you do a lot of thinking. What I'm doing this? Why? Yeah. Doing That's this? my main exactly. thought. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, and I think you know, for for those who are about to start running or they're like, oh, I'm just not a runner. Just an FYI, and this took a while for me to, you know, uh, for us to appreciate. The first mile and a half to two miles is going to be difficult. Mm -hmm. Like it's not it, every runner, like from the mm -hmm. like the most um trained runner to the you know the, the most novice runner they all go through that experience of like why is my body my body's not reacting as mm -hmm. positively because your body's just getting used to and trying to figure out how to breathe for the first mile and a mile and a half so it has to warm up you're yeah. getting into a pace there's like your, your body heart, yeah your heart rate is like oh we don't have to do this yeah we can stop yeah you don't so, want to stop are you yeah. sure yeah exactly and i find sometimes the first you know mile and a bit 
sometimes you that's the hardest for me mentally because I'm like I have to tell my body to just get over it like it's or kind of、mm-hmm. say expect it it's almost like the hill like you know Manhattan Bridge I'm like here it is we've been training for this you're ready for this right and so embrace it embrace it yeah embrace the yeah. And, and and Tia and I talk about this a lot we talk about this like. Choose your heart, right? Like which, like you know, I'm gonna choose to、yeah. be hard. You know, the most difficult part right now. I'm gonna embrace the difficulty right now because I know there's gonna be a positive outcome in、mm-hmm. six minutes. Like we just have、yeah. to kind of, you know, move on from that. There is that like adaptation period where like everyone, when your heart rate starts to go up and your breath starts to get heavy, every time you're like, man. But then, when you know what's going on in the body, like it's literally lactic acid that's building up, and then as you find your breath, and you're like, you're literally breathing that out, and your body gets back to this homeostasis and this balance, and then you find your rhythm, and you're good. Yeah. But it is just getting rid of that like energy that's building up in the body, that acid that's building up, and then once you do that. You really do find a better rhythm, and it's not as terrible once you settle into that. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Even after that mile and a half, I feel like my my runner's vision improves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like before, like in the first mile and a half, I think I'm sort of like looking around at the sights and like, oh, who's that person, and where、yes. are they? Go- like, like、yeah. and, and you, you just, just start, start noticing, noticing people, people, even like, like outfits, outfits. You know, <laughs> if you're feeling like really bitchy. <laughs> You're just like, what are they wearing? Like, why would you wear that to run? Are you serious? Why are you, you know? wearing a lot of clothes for running? Exactly. And, and You're gonna like, be really look at my hot. Legs, look at my legs. Look how great they are.、Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, that's just me.、Um, or even like the first, you know, the first water station、yeah. when people are like running over and stopping. I'm like already <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Wow! No, I hear you. No, I hear you. I hear you. How、yeah. embarrassing for you!、Um, but then, after that after first that, mile, and that half, first mile and a half, you know, you just, you know, start, you just start actually, actually zoning, zoning in. in. Yeah. You know, you know you, I, start I start to, to maybe, maybe I'll, I'll pick, pick out, out like, like one person and, and be like, like, I love how strong they're running.、Mm-hmm. Like, let me stay with them. Yeah.、That's, you know, it starts to become less like they're an opponent. Yeah. And more like, who are my partners, partners here? Yeah, 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 like, exactly. That's nice. Where can I go? Where can I get to? Oh, that person inspired me, just by like their form looks really good or something, you know? Which reminds me, when we were like, I think at mile ten, a lady came up to me and said to me, "Thank you." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> you're welcome."、Um, and she's like, "You were my pacer." I'm like, "What?" She goes, "You were the most consistent one. I just chose you, and I just followed you literally, like." And I was like, which is re- which is really interesting to think about, like, because you know we often run for ourselves, like you、mm-hmm. know we talked about, but when when we didn't even, we don't even realize that we inspire others to,、right. you know, because she even said she goes there were times where I wanted to stop, but I just kept on following you because if you you know if you're you know you're my you're my pacer,、um, and it's amazing to think that you know just something as simple as just running and just doing it. Um, can inspire others. Like it just like because you know I don't think I'm. Yeah. And I think because you know I, it goes back to that question of like well you know why did we start running? I guess my question would be like why did I never stop running? Well, actually, why did I never start? And before.、Mm-hmm. before, and I guess in my head I always thought a runner has a specific look, right? I mean、mm-hmm. like I I look at myself you know like you know my name Vincent Ventura. I mean let's see me to be atypical here like. You think of like a tall Italian stallion, and you get like this like short Filipino, like with like the, you know weird hairstyle, right? <laughs> kind of thing. 
Um, you know, and I think when I think of runners, I think of you, Brandon. I think of you like structurally yeah, tall, like the type. you know, long legs, you know, and, and just walk, flying by me. And it, it's taking, it's still taking me time. Like I'm, I'm still processing that of what is a runner, like who is a runner, right. and and you know, I, you know. I always encourage those who are like, "Oh, it's never me. I, I can never see myself running." I'm like, "But you need to. You're uh, for people who are not the atypical runner. Like, oh, those are the people who I even encourage more because I think we need to break that stereotype of like a runner has a specific look um, right. or a specific pace, um, and um, because." You know, it's important for us as a community just to think that yeah. you know no, we all have 100%. different sizes. And all four of us have yeah. very different mm-hmm. bodies, yeah. body structures, exactly. body yeah. types, but we all do it, and yeah. it's really motivating too when you're running a race to see people who, you know, are thin and muscular. Yeah. There's people there that are like bigger. There's yeah. tall people. There's short people. There's all races. It's old. It's young. Yeah. And everyone is just out there doing the same thing. Yeah. And it, I do love when we run these races and it's not just like tall, thin, yeah. white people yeah. who yeah. are 22. 22. Yeah. No, d- There's yeah, a really, yeah. really wide range. Yeah. And, and I feel like those ones who like those runners who are one of the people in the last groups they really earned that 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 medal even more because they like mm-hmm. they took they take longer a lot totally of them yeah. and, and, and you know they get their money's worth it they often say they often go right <laughs> because they really are living that course yeah um and, and you know they know it yeah definitely and like and like we talked about they're also you know breaking that stereotype of like this is what a runner can look like in other mm-hmm. words i'm human i have two arms whatever the case may be i am i deserve to be here Right. right. Um, and I get, you know, and so um, and that's why I love running in big cities, particularly New York City, where like different people, sizes, shapes, colors, whatever, you know, are, are being represented in, in that group. Yeah. There's a space for everybody yeah, in the running yeah. community. Yeah, because I, I, you know, my dad's a uh, track coach. Yeah. And so I never thought of like runners having a specific body type mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just because. I was never like introduced to running. Mm-hmm. It was just like people run, you know. Because <laughs> like, yeah. just... you have the body. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's but, also but it's exactly. Also, I never exactly. like I never, consciously, consciously said, said oh, "Oh, I have, I have the, the body, body to run. run. That's why I'm running." Mm-hmm. I was just running. Yeah. You know, and so when people um, were running a verse or like sports verse or whatever, I was like, "Why? It's just." a thing that everybody does you know like that's just normal um Um, and i'm so i'm glad that like i'm learning learning that 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 not everybody everybody feels feels comfortable running running. yes you know know, not not everybody feels comfortable working out not not everyone feels comfortable playing a sport and it's been a real like learning experience for me to understand Oh, okay. We have different backgrounds with sports. We have different backgrounds with running. We have different backgrounds with working out. And how do we bridge that gap? Like, how do you make movement more accessible to people who exactly. like didn't have dads that coach yeah. their track yeah. team? Yeah. It's like that yeah. they weren't basically born into it. It's like right. how do you make yeah. movement make available, available to everyone? Yeah. And running is because a really it's great something way everybody should do. do. It's, it's like. like you know, I, I'd want to play sports with anybody of any size uh-huh. and it just 
there was a weird split around like middle school especially where people stopped playing yeah you know it's yeah. like oh you're you do sports i don't do sports yeah so we can we can't even like run around together yeah no definitely which was always odd for me yeah but how often what's your this training program look like you guys are always running it seems to me but mm-hmm. what is what is the breakdown of your like what are your long runs uh, how often do you run okay what are your rest days rest days um all right so let's um i guess I, we're running so for for our friends or listeners we're running new york city marathon in november november 6th just in case um if you want to cheer us on but <laughs> um so that's around 32 weeks away 31 32 weeks away so um i guess we just met with we met with up with our running coach last week and so we're tra- we start training 20 weeks away um so this is what we're about to say right now is the light type of training and then in 20 in Later on, it'll get more intense. So if you think this is intense, get ready for the real, like the real stuff. Um, so we run on Mondays. We run, um, We right now we're doing hills. We like, we, and, and you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, but we, that's why we did well in, in New York City. Cause we, we, mm-hmm. we did hills, Yeah, right? you were ready. That's, yeah. So we do hills. So we do every Monday, every Monday around 10 wow. kilometers For of hills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I so hate that. So we do hills on Mondays um, and then, that's it. And then on Tuesdays we do um, we do body like we do you know, like, we do body. we do body every single day. We do strength training every mm-hmm. single day, okay. five days a week. Yes, I review five days a week. Um, and then on Wednesdays we do a, sh- a short, easy run around eight kilometers. So that would mm-hmm. be eight to ten. So they're in six miles. Thursdays we do track. Um, so that's why we get speed. speed work. Speed work. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Um, Fridays, depending on the week, sometimes we run again for another hour. And then on Saturdays we run possibly, I'll do, I'll do miles, minimum 10 miles. Um, mm, it can depend, minimum. it can move. Yeah. And then Sundays Casual. we get a day off or we go on to a podcast and have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. We rest on Sundays. Rest on Sundays. Um, you know, it's, it sounds a little intense. And I think, you know, when we initially started, we're like, what the? Are you, you are you on crack? Um, but your body actually starts to get accustomed to it. You, your body. Yeah. Um, but the hard part, Tiana and Brendan, is to find sleep. Like you have to fit sleep in. You have to go to bed early. You have to. Um, you, like we try to go to bed for eight, nine o'clock. Because sometimes, especially especially in Monterey, it gets really warm. So we need to be out yeah. running by five thirty-six. Yeah. Well, and that's the hard thing right. when you're yeah. when your schedule. First of all, it's an impressive. <laughs> regimen so yeah, like, like congrats yeah, let's just to you guys applaud I'm impressed. that for a moment <laughs> but like jeez when you're on that kind of program when you're doing longer runs you have to like you have to get up and do it before yeah. you go to work or before yeah. whatever so you have to really be diligent and prioritize yeah. your rest and your recovery because otherwise your body's gonna break down yeah definitely and you do really have to be like why am i up until 11 12 at night scrolling yeah. on instagram go to bed yeah go to bed and then wake up and like do what you got to do yeah and and, I th- and 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 we try to run early in the morning because <laughs> i've read a few books and listened to a few podcasts you know when you wake up early enough you don't do so much thinking of why you're doing this you just do it like like, yeah, I, yeah, you know, you, <laughs> like you just get up and well, get out of bed and go there's less excuses there's less of the day that can happen to you yeah you know, if you do it in the evening or the afternoon, it's like, oh, but my friends are going out for drinks yep. or like, 
there was an emergency at work, so I have to stay late, or X, Y, and Z happens. If you just do it in the morning, also I will say, I love starting the day doing something for myself, (laughs) right? Like the hardest thing I've done today, I did for me. Yeah. And it's over by like, you know, eight. Yeah. It is nice to, I think you spend too much time. If you wait till the end of the day, it's like hanging over you all day and you have more time to get in your head and start to like dread it or try to find a way out. But you're right. If it's just what you do every morning, you wake up and you go. It's not even a thought. You're just, you don't have time to work yourself up in your head and get stressed about it or whatever. You just do it. And and I I think, you know, I, I think, you know, sometimes it comes up that question like well how do you stay motivated like how do you do this like Mm because i mean it sounds nice for the first week but then you're like this is my existence for quite a number of weeks um i think on the flip side i ran a race here a couple of years ago and it was absolutely dreadful for me like i i i I cried at the end like because i was so frustrated Mm. with myself Mm. um and 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 for me, I made a resolution at that point. This is not going to happen again in the future. This is not. Right. I refuse for this to happen. And I had to reflect on like, what did I do that I should, like, what didn't I do to prevent this from happening? Like what right. what, what was missing? So I had this whole list. And, and so it goes back to like, if I choose to skip a day, then I know eventually that's going to catch up to me. Like one day, mm-hmm. maybe sure, whatever. But if I skip today and then tomorrow, the day after, it's going to be much more difficult when I get out there. Um, going to do a half marathon in New York City. It's going to be much more difficult. So I'd rather be it difficult now, yeah. at least in the comfort later. of my own home, versus like be in the middle of nowhere. So that brings me to an interesting question. So we know your ridiculous Superman workout <laughs> and what that is right now, right? Yes. How long from the start of the journey, like when you started and you said, oh, let me run. Yeah. Let me buy my sneakers. Yeah. Did it get, uh, did it take for you to get to that point where you're like, this is a major thing in my life that I now do and I'm going to plan 20 weeks ahead, you know? Cause I think most people, I think most people grab their sneakers and go for a run yeah. at some point, Yeah. you know? And, but they don't get to the planning 20 weeks ahead. How long was that journey for you? That's deep. That's a deep question. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Tiana, I love how you wrote that question for Brandon. Thank you. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's off the top. That's off the top. That was all him. That was Tiana, all him. No, That's like, off the Tiana's top. Like, I'm going to bring back Tiana. Bring... No, that was all you him. Know? That was all him. For, for the, no, just because I know that that's such an important moment, right? Like, that's a big deal. Like you said, you have to say, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. This race. Yeah, well, you were I, in a race well, and you I were like, never again. And I say this, I know, I'm going to and, and please correct me correct me if I'm wrong or Gerardo, like he's very motivated. Like he he does well. Like he's like he's one of those like if you give him a plan, he'll follow it. Like you really will mm-hmm. follow it. And whereas I so to go back to our first marathon, our first half marathon, excuse me. Okay, here. Here's the story. The first half marathon was supposed to be the Disney half marathon. Like I was like, oh let's go to Disney. Blah, 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 whatever. Okay. And so I when you say you did no training, I did absolutely no training. Like no training to the point that when we got there, I didn't even have socks for the run, right? I didn't even have like socks. Oh, like I know. Okay, yeah. So, Ricardo was like shaking his head. You brought sneakers though? Yeah, I, I did have sneakers. So I went but to- I, I mean, you bring snock, you bring socks. Snock. Snock. <laughs> <laughs> 
That too. That too. I mean, you bring you bring socks on like a regular vacation. I know, but I just didn't bring. Okay, well, let's just say that they said we were we were picking up the kit, and I, even in my head, my false head, I was like, oh, maybe I'll just try running the half marathon. Maybe it won't be that bad. Like, how bad can this be? Easy. It'll be easy. How bad can this be? Look, I, like you said, look at all these different types of people. I look like them. I'll be. I should be able I to can do. Can walk it. the whole thing. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. So, <laughs> luckily, thank God, you know, there kept there were announcements saying that because of possible rain tomorrow, be prepared that it might get canceled. Right. And I prayed to God, like literally, and I'm not religious at all. I'm like, buddy, come on, like, work with me. Like, this is our Give moment. This is our moment. And it got canceled. It got canceled. Okay, so thank God, right? And so then I decided that I would run, we would run the Las Vegas run. And just because of life, I didn't train as well as I did. Um, mm-hmm. And so at mile 10, I decided to walk yes. the last three, the last three miles. I, after I, okay, so you see the, you remember the, you have the, obviously the finish line. That's when I started cramping. Have you ever seen on those, like, on those, like, those television shows, like, you see the people, like, crawling, and you're like, yeah, just yeah, get yeah. up! You're like, meters away, you loser! Where your legs are like... <laughs> yeah, that was me, literally. Shaking. And people were like, you can do it, you can do it! And literally, in my head, Brandon, I was like, F you! Mother, yeah, like, how would you know this? Um, right. And so, I literally cried. And then I could not walk after that. Like I literally had to be in a wheelchair to go to the hospital, uh, to the to the to the airport. Like I was really? in a wheelchair. And so that's when, literally, at that moment, I decided that I'm going to have to change this. I'm literally going to have to change this this whole thing. And that's when I got a, a running coach. How long did it take? I'd probably say it took years. Uh, probably, I took you know, it, it took me at least probably for me, I guess, uh, probably a good eight months to finally say, Hey, I'm a runner. Like, I, I think that I think once right. you have to, I think you have to first of all, really have to acknowledge yourself as a runner first, and mm-hmm. then that's when the commitment starts. Um, and you know, mm-hmm. it's and we have a, we have a great coach who helped us get through that, but it was definitely it took us, it's not an instant thing, it, it, it takes right. a lot of failure to get to that point of like, of that. I do like that saying you have to acknowledge yourself as a runner. Yeah. And then you get there. It's that whole idea of like action oftentimes follow belief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you have to believe something is true and then you act on it. Yeah. And I think people get that switch sometimes where they're yeah. like, I have to do X, Y, and Z before I can believe it about myself. But it's like, no, you have to yeah. believe it first. You have to claim it, affirm it first and foremost. And then you, that fuels you to actually like take action on it. Yeah. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, and I think that's funny because like Tiana and I see people as like physical people all the time, right? Like anybody who has a body, I'm like, oh, you can run, like you can do this. Like I don't, like you, you shouldn't need to earn the title of runner. Yeah, every person is a runner exactly yeah because, it's because, just about mentally switching that over and understanding that you are exactly because it's not, is, a, it's not exactly, something you need to earn exactly because what exactly is running it's if there's a moment in your movement where your both feet are off the ground mm-hmm. <laughs> and whether it's there it. fast or quickly or, or the repetitions quickly or it's once in a blue moon you're still running yeah. Yeah. right yeah. Uh, but i think it goes if back you, you so go, go ahead brandon go ahead yeah, yeah, you know, you know so, so all the people, people out there, there, if you've stepped, stepped over, over a puddle, puddle 
you're, you're a runner. runner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. You know? I don't, I, like, I, but I think it goes back again to Brandon. I think it goes back to breaking down stereotypes of what is who, who, what does a runner look like and who is a runner, right? And I think, um, and, and I think it, it takes it's it's hard. And I know this is like a, maybe a little off topic, but I think about like clothing stores like Athleta, which I love for women because mm-hmm. you know it goes back to like you can be quote unquote plus size and still shop at a quote unquote regular store. Right? right, it's that idea. I think I think they were so smart to be inclusive to like, from zero to size twenty whatever, and 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 people can still shop there. Um, I think it goes back to that's the same idea with running. Like runners are not one specific type, um, but and I think for those who whose mindset has always been exposed to like this is what it looks like, it's difficult for us to kind of just get over the fact and and appreciate. The fact that running running is not, you know, is not stereotypically one person is, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, it's yeah. it's lots of. I dare somebody to try to tell the people in the last heat yeah. of the half yeah, exactly, that they're yeah. not runners. I dare you. Yeah, exactly. But but it's funny. I mean, like even like I've done. We've been doing this for three, four years, and people are like, "Oh, you're a runner." I'm like, "Yeah, I run." Like I, I don't, I don't, I, I still kind of even still, mm-hmm. even still after doing like half marathons and a, a marathon, like we're still kind of. I'm still kind of like, "Yeah, I'm run, I run." Like, and I still kind of like sheepishly say, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I'm a runner." Um, but even though I, I put my, I put hours into my training, but I still am, you know. It, it still takes me a bit of time to get used to the fact that to own it, like you would say. Yeah. 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 Like you, it does, you deserve it. Like it's completely who you, it's a huge part of your life. Yeah. And you've made this such a priority. And it's like, yeah, you don't like, why, why not claim it as this is who I am. This is what I do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Do you have any advice for people who are, Looking to start running or get healthier overall, like if you could boil it down to like one or two things, like what would you tell people? Uh, uh, me, me. Um, okay, um, I, I think of the word trust is important, right? Um, so you know, trust, trust the process, right? Trust that it's gonna, you know, that it's there is a process to whatever, whether it's running or whether it's building a healthier lifestyle. Um, you know, trust, you know, the experts around you who are going to give you probably advice. And so oftentimes that happens. That's easy. Like, I, oh, you know, Brandon, my trainer has told me to do this. So I'm going to do that. Right. And so, oh, wait, there's a bit of bump in the road. It's okay. I'm going to be okay with that. I think the hardest part about trust is trusting yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. That, and, and, you know, you know, believing in yourself that you are, you can do this. I think that's the mm-hmm. hardest part. I think once you actually can say, and I say this because, you know, when we, we, we ran our marathon, you know, 26 miles is, is far. It, it, it's far. <laughs> it's a lot of thinking. And yes. until we actually believed in ourselves that we could do it, we wouldn't be able to do it. Like, so, mm-hmm. you know, I had to finally say, I'm ready for this. I'm, I can do this. I, I'm, and I am going to do this. Um, I think once, until you say that and really honestly believe in yourself, even if you have the best train in the world, the best shoes, the best whatever, the best nutrition plan, until you actually believe that you yourself, you with your two feet can actually cross that line, all that other stuff is not going to help you at all. Because, you know, oftentimes they say, 
it's like 80%, it's like 20% physical. And after that, it's all a mental game, right? Yeah. And I think that's the hardest part because our brain can be so powerful to overcome things, but it can also be so defeatist. Like it can put so much doubt in our, in our, in our lives. Um, and we have, and the training oftentimes is um, not because of the physical strength, but it's like the mental strength of, of anything that you put yourself to, to the goal. Yeah. I love that. Harada, what do you think? I think so the, for the people who are thinking to start training or to start running, the first recommendation of my side is uh, they have to think our society, our parents and my age, they don't fit us to be uh, out of conscious or self-conscious or we can reach our goals we have to be confident what we, we well what we want to do in the future because if we if our parents or our society they don't push us to do things we have to believe in ourselves because all of us we have backgrounds for people who said you are not good enough for doing this or doing that because they don't say they don't tell us to do better to do work out to run because it was not in their in their minds for our other generation our parents yeah you have to believe what you want to do and and start doing a line what do I want to do in the future? Not what I have been told to do before. Because if not, you're going to be in your own thoughts because my mother, because my father, he never taught me to do better. You have to trust yourself. What do you want to do? How do you want to look? And you have to love your body from here to the future. How do you want to look and love yourself more? I love that. That guys. was deep, bro. You guys are coming with the words of that wisdom was... here today, bringing the heat. About to shed a tear. You know? FDR. No, you guys have FDR. been FDR. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, this has been so great. Thank you for coming on and Thank for you being so much. open and just sharing so much Aww. of your journey and your motivations. You guys are inspiring to me personally. And it's been really fun to run with you guys. And I'm excited to do more runs with you guys, right? London. More runs. Yes, I, yes. I ditto everything except for the more runs. <laughs> okay. You've inspired me to sit down. Well, we all know Brandon has no choice in what no, events we running. take part in. I mean, I'm excited. London, 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 we'll figure London. Something out. We'll figure something out. If it's not London, we'll yes. do something else. No, we'll do we'll do all of it. We'll okay. do London wow. and all the other things. Wow. But yes, thank you guys for coming on. Thank you to our listeners. Be sure to like and follow and subscribe and share and follow Vincent and Gerardo. I will leave their Instagrams um, in the notes. Thanks, Thanks everyone. Okay, Thanks, love you guys. Peace.